0: Different to many meetings you'll go to. The Holy Ghost people here tonight will surrender their lives to God and who God's baptized them with the Holy Ghost and fire. And we can truthfully say from experience that this gospel works. Amen. Whatever your need is tonight, my dear friend, brother, and sisters. You no need to join this crowd, but all you have to need is to open your heart to God tonight,
1: Tonight. and just love
0: the Holy Spirit, and you can feel a power here, which is the Holy Spirit, which is here to deliver every sick person, to save every lost soul, to restore every backslider, and to fill them with the Holy Ghost and fire. My brother and my sister, this gospel works. These are the last days. Jesus is coming again. And we're getting ourselves ready for that glorious rapture. And the essential thing and most important thing, if you want to go when Jesus comes, you must be born again and filled with the Spirit. And you must be in your first love, ready for that great day. my brother my sisters on the object of this meeting is you might find something real in this meeting tonight I tell you my brothers and sisters this gospel works it's according to the word of God we believe that Jesus died that we might live we so believed it that we took him into our house and we confessed him as our saviour and we are saved people Praise God! We're saved, people. All those who are saved, put ransom. hands Praise the Lord! Come on! This is not. This is not of our own righteousness. Jesus Christ is our righteousness. You cannot go to heaven by being a good man or a good woman. You need to take Jesus Christ into your heart and have a real experience that you can feel. Everybody needs to be born again and filled with the Spirit. There's no off measures. There's no, it's a clean, cooked job. He must be born again. And that's the object of this meeting. And my friend, my sister, if you've never had this experience, and you tonight, as we sing in these hymns, and we praise God, you know you can feel something different here. Well, it's the power of God. And it's here to deliver you, not to ask you to join our crowd. You don't want anybody to join, and it's not that what we're here for is that you might receive and make them an experience with God. And I'll tell you again, it's not religion, it's life.
1: Yeah. It's
0: something that makes you tick. Yeah. It's something that sets you on fire. Yeah. It's Amen. something that makes you love everybody. Yeah. 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 Oh, Will you tonight do what I did many years ago? And we're all going to sing it. Why not start the meeting like this? I'm just going as the Spirit leads me. And I would to God, I did, you did it tonight. Will you take Jesus tonight? Will you sing with me and many more? Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Come in today, come in to stay. If you'll just do that, it'll change your life.
1: Amen. You'll Amen. say to me
0: at the end of the meeting, Henry, I never knew it was so good. Oh, it's so wonderful. I feel so good. I feel I want to love everybody. That's the real thing, brother. That's a real thing, sister. So will you tonight sing with me? Come into my heart. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Come in today. Come in to stay. You take him in. He'll change your life. He'll put a smile on yourself. And a smile on your face. A smile on yourself. You sing and you dance. You make merry because this is real. Everybody into my heart. Amen. So many lives. Amen. It's a new beginning in every life, isn't yes. it, yours? Yes. Yours, a new beginning. Amen. God is doing something Amen. and I should fear if I wasn't right and I wasn't cleansing the precious blood of the Lamb. I wasn't in my first love, but I'm in my first love tonight. Oh. I'm just as excited with his salvation as it was when I met my sweetheart How long ago, darling? (laughs) I fell in love with my sweetheart and I fell in love with God. And brothers and sisters, let's make this clear. This is a love affair. I'm ever so sorry. People perhaps are here for the first time. But I'm sorry to say for years the gospel in many places has been put over wrong the gospel is love joy and peace and it's an "I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper its prosperity this gospel is everything that's good everything that's good it changed my life over 30 years ago and I've been blown my fog on ever since. And I can't keep quiet about it. And it's without money. And it's without price. But the amazing thing about it, when I got filled with this glory, I was turned out of a Pentecostal place. They didn't want me. They didn't want me. They wanted to kill that joy that Henry had received. And when you get a real experience with God, they'll try to kill that joy. That spontaneous thing which comes within. Yes, this is something you always see within. It's something that comes within us, not just to our head. I'm ever so sad to say today, even the Pentecostal places are not where they were when Henry was converted. Those days when I come across them, there they were, they couldn't get in the places. The people had been healed and set free and the joy of the Lord was there and we couldn't keep quiet about it. We used to go in one of those homes and get together and make merry and praise God. There's not much of that today. But brothers and sisters, it's back again.
1: Amen. Here.
0: And many of you in the meeting for the first time, let me tell you something. You'll never be the same again and your will serve his joy well right what you come for we're not asking you to join our crowd we're not asking you for your money we'd love offerings but we're not asking you for it but we're not that's not our motive what we have to is to get people to have a real ball again experience that they can feel yes, amen. Something within silent. Oh, glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. This gospel works. You say, but I couldn't keep it like you couldn't do Henry. I don't keep it, it keeps me. That's a really am I right, buddy? You shout amen. That's right, you know. This gospel keeps you. If you're only having religion, a relation church, a nominal church or chapel. That won't keep you. You have to keep yourself. <laughs> you have to walk to forms of ceremonies. But this it keeps you. Yeah, this it possesses you. Am yeah, yeah. I right, Scotch? Am I right, like Scotland? Yeah. Yeah. We've got some Scotch folk here tonight, brothers and sisters. There's twelve of them. You'll be hearing them shortly. They've come to reinforce what I'm saying. Because many years ago, I went up to Scotland, come and I and the first meeting we went in was you there, Ali? 16 folk walked out they wouldn't have it you didn't go out there, did he come in well, you're either come in or go out this way it's no half measures it's clean cut you're either going on with God or you're not going on with God you're either saving on your way to heaven or you're not saving on your way to hell
1: the true I oh, know,
0: because I had a vision of L. Shall I tell you something, the awfulness of L, I didn't mean to say this. The awfulness of hell is this, brother and sister. If you've never read it before, you can get it straight from the horse's mouth now, because I've had an experience. Terrible. I read somebody else's experience after, and it fitted exactly like mine. The awfulness of hell is this. It never, 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 ever. never ends. It goes on forever and ever and ever you're in that state forever don't i thank god for my salvation Amen. oh that's why jesus said i come that you might have everlasting life they joy what we've got it goes on forever and ever and ever when god first filled me with the spirit of such a blood by god this is lovely brother. how long is it going to last is anything that god does only last forever Amen. It goes on forever, there's joy, it's life in the Spirit. And it's all free, without money, without price. And if you can save a man like him, stand up on your feet, Alec Ross. If you can save a man like him, it's out for anybody. Amen. Jesus, come, whatever, whosoever. It didn't come for good lads, they come for badness and lasses. And we're all sinners and come short of the glory of God. All of us, every one of you. But God's soul of the world, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever, oh, glory, should believe in him, should not perish, but have everlasting life. Of late, I've been so thrilled that I'm saved. All those who are thrilled to say, put around hands on praise. Amen. To you, yes, since yes, rung up. yes, I don't know. Was Janet or Pauline rung up during the week? And he said, I'm a desperate desperate, will you pray for me? I says, No, but I'll come and see you. And already, Fred and Billy had been seeing them as well. And I didn't know anything about this. And we went along, and I see that God's done something wonderful for Janet, and I feel Janet, it's from the strength you now getting on your feet. You just tell up, what God's done in your life.
2: Well, I've been reading in the Bible just lately, you know, that... I know it says it in uh, Revelations, and perhaps they're talking to the people who are going through the tribulation, but this is a place I've been in, and it says that they overcome by the word of their testimony and the blood of the Lamb. Well, I ain't given my testimony for a long time, you know, and I've been in a meeting, really, where I've wanted to give me testimony to tell you the truth. I've been in such a place where, at times, I thought I was going around the twist, and that's the truth, you know, I thought I was really going crazy, I thought i lost God, and everything. You know, just the beginning this year, we had a time and it seems, God seemed to be moving and he gave me such faith, you know, towards people and things. And then all of a sudden it just went. I don't know where it went, now it went. But we've just been going along just lately. There's so a few of us just gathering together and admittedly there's been people saved through Pauline preaching to them, you know, and that, but me and Pauline, when we've been on our own, you know, we've given them as much as we could. And then we've come to a place where we've just ended up with nothing, you know, and we've had to call on the body. And you know, we didn't know who to call on at first, but God laid people on our hearts and we called on them, you know, and each time they come, I mean, Fred come the other night, and he really blessed me, you know, with what he said and what have you, and uh, then I went down again, and then we seen him again on the Tuesday night, you know, and I was up again, and then I was down the next day, and then I phoned Henry up, you know, I thought well there's something, I'm not getting through, I'm getting touched, but I'm still not getting through, you know, and uh, so I phoned Henry up and he come down, you know, and praise the Lord, he prayed for us, and that, you know, and admittedly, you know, you don't always get it when you think you're going to get it, you know, and the next day I felt a bit low again, and asked, you know, who should come at that night time but Billy, and as Billy was talking, I was getting so annoyed with what he was saying, I thought, like, I don't want to listen to you, Billy, I just don't, I'd come to a place where, even talking to my little girl, she was telling me her problems at school, I was telling her how Jesus could help her, and the thing in me was saying, you don't believe what you're saying to your child, you don't believe that Jesus can help you, you Know, and this is what was in me and it would not go and you know I've Billy up after it. and the next day something happened you know and I think it's through all of you coming down to see us you know it all helps no one particular person but all of you and your prayers and that about and I, I don't know how to put it but I felt that something had started to rise up in me there was new hope you know and God showed me how you know it I could go and dance in the world but I can't dance for him And I've I've always thought in a glory meeting, you know, that you're supposed to be in the spirit to dance. You're not supposed to dance unless you're in the spirit. And that was me, you know. But I've realised, dance in the flesh. Do everything in the flesh, because then you'll get into the spirit, you know. And same with your face alone. And same as my life, you know, I thought, well, I live in the natural and I want to be in the spirit all the time, but I didn't realise that even in the natural, just talking to people, just, you know, doing your everyday living is what God wants, you know, and I just thank him, but I still know something I don't feel like I did feel years ago, is that is I love him. I can't say it, and that's the truth, I can't say I love him with all honesty in my heart. I want to bless him, I want to praise him, but I can't say I love him, I, I don't know what's happened to me. But I'm telling you the truth now, it's no good me going up here and pretending to you. You know, I'll dance, I'm not afraid to do that anymore, and I'm not ap- afraid to praise him. I don't feel an hypocrite in that way. But it's no good me saying I love him if I don't feel it in here. I know you ain't got to feel it, and people tell me you, you don't go on feelings. But you know, sometimes you need a feeling. You need, you need a blessing. It's mine, it's rightfully mine. You know, and I just, well, I just thank the Lord anyway. No matter what I feel, no matter what I think, I know he's got his hand on me. And I thank him.
3: Bless him. Oh, bless him. You know, it's a real blessing to me to hear Janet say what she did. You know, we often think about her and about Pauline and various other people, you know, but it really blessed me tonight to, to hear her stand up and say that the Lord had been revealing to her that they overcame by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. You know, God has been showing this to so many people so forcibly in the past few months. You know, it's marvellous to me and it confirms it to me that it is a ministry by the Spirit and that the Spirit ministers to His church, whoever they may be, wherever they may be and wherever they may be going. You know, I thank God that by His Spirit He ministers to us. He nurtures us and He loves us. You know, God put me through an experience I was... I, I went away from glory meetings for, a, for a quite a while and got caught up with something that apparently was marvellous. That apparently had all the answers. But you know, when you got inside, there was a vacuum. There was nothing there. But you know, I thank God that every answer lies in Jesus. You know, we may want to put some, some importance on something else. Some importance on somebody else you know, the only one person that we can really rely on today is Jesus Christ himself. You know, it was by his blood, by his blood, that our salvation was purchased. It was by his blood that we are healed tonight. It was by his blood that we can claim any vestige of righteousness. You know, I thank God that because Jesus shed his blood for us on that cross, we have everlasting life. We have everlasting life. God bless him. Thank you, Jesus. You know, I'm so thrilled tonight that God sent his son to die on the cross for us. But you know, the important thing that God showed to me was that, you know, the devil deals in doubt. He doesn't deal in positive things, he deals in doubt. You know, if the devil once gets a foothold upon our, the rock upon which we stand, the salvation and the belief and the uh, trust and the faith that we have in God, he edges it away. He erodes it. And before you know, you're not standing on a pillar of God's righteousness. You're standing on something that is shaped like the core of an eaten away apple. And you know, it topples and tipples with every wind of doctrine that comes along. But you know, I thank God that when you begin to plead the blood, when you begin to use that thing that Jesus Christ gave us to overcome the wiles of the wicked one, you know, it gives us strength back in those pillars. It gives us strength back in our feet. You know, Jesus did a great thing for us when he died for us on the cross. He gave us every mortal thing, every spiritual thing that we will need. He gave us his blood. You know, it is the only thing that we can use against the enemy. It is our only defense against the enemy. You know, when the devil comes in and says to you that the blood of Jesus Christ has no strength, that the blood of Jesus Christ has no power, rebuke him. Rebuke him in the name of Jesus say to him that we are covered in the precious blood of Jesus. We are covered. Oh, We are covered in his righteousness. We are covered in his precious blood. You know all round about us there is a fortress that is held fast by his blood. You know it is the only thing that we can use against the enemy. You know, it is up to each one of us, each Christian brother, each Christian sister, to take hold of what God has given us and to use it to its full effect. You know, I was reading a a little book at Billy's and it was talking about secret sin. But, you know, I thank God tonight that for the secret sin that there was in within me, you know, Jesus died for our sins... But, you know, there is still that cancelled sin that wants to rear its ugly head within us. But, you know, I thank God that we can defeat it tonight by the precious blood of Jesus. By the precious blood of Jesus, it is under our heel. You know, and I thank him and I praise him tonight for the power and the victory and the overcoming that there is in the precious blood of Jesus. God bless you.
0: Pauline, I felt led to get you up a minute. It'll help you. Come on, darling.
4: Along with everything that Janet says, we have been going through a very trying time. And although God's blessed us in a way, because at work I've been able to talk to a lot of people and they've got saved, and we've been having meetings together, and as Janet said, you know, we've sort of gave them everything that we had, but we just feel as if we've been left alone, me and Janet, and it seems as if we had nobody else to turn to, you know, and we just went on and on like that. And we just got more down and down ourselves, and it's as if we couldn't reach God for ourselves, as if. I mean I've been saved 15 years and I mean I've had some fantastic experiences in God and so has Janet, you know. But it, it just seems as if I just couldn't reach God anymore, no matter how much I prayed, no matter how much I praised him, I just couldn't, I just got so negative, you know. And it seemed as if nobody cares, uh, that's what it seemed like and uh, you know, it, we just got so negative it's hardly as if we believed there was a God in the end, which sounds awful I know, but that's how we got sometimes and then as janet said you know we started uh bringing different people up to come and ask them to pray they used to come and pray for us and talk to us you know and we we really do feel now that there's a move there's something happening you know that god's uh started something in us again and i just thank god for that you know uh, but we do still need prayer well i do anyway it's no good me saying i don't because i do i really do need prayer And I I don't feel myself as if I've really got through yet. I know what it's like to get through to God. Or let's say for him to get through to me. And that hasn't happened again yet. I don't know why. I don't know if I've gone wrong somewhere. I don't know what. I've had awful experiences within the last couple of years. Personal experiences. I don't know if that's anything to do with it. I don't know what it is. But all I know is I want God to get through to me again. Or for me to get through to him. I want to know again... I want to, again, live in the spirit, move in the spirit, walk in the spirit and talk in the spirit. I want to live above my circumstances, no matter what they are. God has shown me once how to do it. I used to live above my circumstances. Now I find myself walking in them, and I want to again live and move above them. I want to see people and I want to see things how God sees them in a positive way and not in a negative way. And I believe this is only through the body of Christ that I'm going to do this through people praying for us and being concerned. And I thank you that you are. Praise the Lord.
0: Praise the Lord.
5: bless him. Oh, bless the Lord. Oh, bless him. Thank you, Jesus. You know, God promised that in the last days, he'd pour out of his spirit upon all flesh. Hallelujah. And I'm glad I'm a part of that all flesh tonight. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm glad, you know, that in these last hours, in these closing hours of time, ...that God has put a joy back in me... ...and you know, and a a blessed hope... ...a blessed hope within... ...that Jesus is coming back again, bless him... ...and I'll love him tonight... ...you know, the word of God says... ...and the bride has made herself ready... ...that's a wonderful truth of it all... ...the bride hath made herself ready, hallelujah... ...and this is a wonderful truth, you know... ...why God is pouring out of his spirit... ...upon all flesh... ...would you know... It's true what these dear ones have said. Uh, there's been a dearth in the land. There's been a deadness going about in the children of God. And you know what it is. I was thinking when I was talking to some of them the other night. That I kept thinking about the bride. The bride. The bride. That's all that would keep coming to me. The bride hath made herself ready. The bride hath made herself ready. And then when I heard the cries of some of these dear ones. You know what came to me? She's been raped. She's been raped. The bride's been raped. Yeah. And I thought, what a terrible thing it is. Rape is a terrible thing to happen to anybody. And you know this, that what happens in it is that it's something that's forced on you, or it's something that's sneaked up on you, and you're not aware that it's going to happen to you. But you know it's something that the other person, the opposite sex, as it were, will go through the same actions, or at least attempt to go through the same actions as your true lover. As your true lover, this is how it happens and this is how you rape. But you know, I bless God that the blood of Jesus Christ is our sufficiency tonight. And I can say amen to everything that's been said about the precious blood of Jesus. And I tell you, there's nothing more precious to me than to wake up in the morning and before my my feet even touch the floor to say, oh Lord, will you cover me this morning with the precious blood of Jesus? Will you cover my loved ones? Will you cover my home? Will you cover my mind and my thoughts? Will you cover my hands and my feet and my lips? everything that there is about me with the precious blood of Jesus because I tell you tonight oh I know that Jesus is precious to me bless him and I don't want any other lover I don't want anybody else to touch me I don't want anything else to enter into my heart to separate me from the love of God I don't want anybody to sneak upon me and tell me anything else because there's only one true love and that is the Lamb of God hallelujah and I tell you brothers and sisters 25 years to go, God set my feet upon the rock Christ Jesus and oh I tell you there's only that man Christ Jesus could wash me from my sin there's only that man Christ Jesus could set me free there was only that man Christ Jesus who could bring me into the joy and the liberty that I live in tonight and I tell you God has been faithful over the many years bless him and I tell you I'm in love with him tonight because he first loved me and this is my testimony tonight the bride hath made herself Freddie, why I remember you know some years ago we used to study in the little mission that I was in we used to study about coming to the place of perfection we used to study about this we used to spend hours studying the word of God because the word said that he's coming for a church that is without spot and without wrinkle and I used to wonder what we was going to use as a yardstick to measure perfection perfection is different in every man's eyes If I ask one of you tonight, what do you think, sister, that the standard of perfection is? What are you going to measure perfection by? What is it you would measure perfection by? What would Henry measure perfection by? And for years we studied and studied and we got ourselves into a place where we believed that if we forsook her all, if we gave up our homes and we gave up our jobs and we just went... Back to the times of the apostles and we lived just like they did. We didn't ask for money. We didn't ask for anything. We just lived like this. We believed in that in that ministry, in that life, in that monastic life, that we would come to a place of perfection. But you know, I never did find out what perfection was. I never did. And you know, there used to be a longing in my heart to see Jesus. And oh, how I used to cry and I used to fast and pray. Oh, that God would one day bring me to that place. Yet I didn't know where that place was. I just didn't know what perfection was. But I remember one night when the Spirit was moving. There wasn't many of us about 20 here one night. We were beginning to magnify and praise the Lord. I know it was wonderful in here. The Spirit of God was touching all our hearts. And I remember Albert stood up that night. And you know what he said has lived with me ever since. He said that he had asked God. Lord when shall we know that we're ready for your coming. And God says when the heart saith. Even so come Lord Jesus. When your heart, brother and sister, says, even so, come Lord Jesus, we know we're ready for the coming of the Lord. Hallelujah. This is a standard that God wants to bring within us. That when our hearts are free from sin, free from darkness, free from fear, free from everything else, when the heart shall say, even so, Come, Lord Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And this is what we want here this, this, this evening, brothers and sisters, that all you dear ones might have a new awakening on your soul, that every one of us might be drawn nearer to Jesus tonight, that he might set us gloriously free by the moving of his spirit, that we should never want anything else other than Jesus. I want to tell you tonight, as Henry has already said, and i would say it again to you, you know when the apostles found themselves in that inner prison... One that was put there for the faith and for the testimony, that was put into the inner prison. And you know, when you feel that you're in an inner prison, you know you can you can try all sorts of ways to get yourself out. The apostles could have said, "All right, we'll come to We'll promise that we we won't testify on the streets. We won't do this. If you'll just let us out, let us go back to our own. Let us live at peace. We won't we won't aggravate you." But you know, just as they knew that the secret to get out of that prison was from the inside was from the inside and I tell you tonight if you're finding that you're in a place of a darkness in prison and you don't know how to be free I'll tell you the key is on the inside Amen. the key is on the inside brother and sisters. says don't listen to the devil don't listen to it he'll tell you all sorts of things that there's, there's satisfaction in other things but I'll tell you this when we begin to magnify the name of the Lord, when we begin to lift up our hands in adoration and pray, then we begin to unlock the prison doors and we're set free by the moving of the Spirit, hallelujah, thank you Jesus, I don't want any other way to be set free, I just want the moving of the Spirit to set me free from all that would try to bind me up and I believe that as they began to magnify the Lord no one of them prison doors opened and I tell you nothing alone. When we begin to praise his name and magnify him. When we get out of our beds in the morning, we lift up our hands in thankfulness and praise and adoration. As already been said, sometimes you don't feel like it. But oh how you feel, feelings can mislead you at times. But it's when we keep our eyes on Jesus and we begin to magnify him, hallelujah. Then we shall overcome by the word of our testimony and the blood of the Lamb I tell you this is something no wonder, no wonder God keeps telling us no wonder God keeps stirring up the blood the blood, the blood there's power in the blood, hallelujah I tell you it's the only thing that Satan can't stand. Satan, listen Satan will listen in on testimonies he'll listen on great sermons in fact he often gets up and preaches them I tell you he does he gets up and he preaches them at times it's true about that old man who, when he saw a young man who, who built this round church and an old man says to him he said what have you built this for a round church he said well we thought we'd keep the devil out of the corners he said don't bother trying to keep him out of the corners keep him out of your pulpit and this is it you know he can stand that Well, I'll tell you this. You can never stand against the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
2: God, that it's not from without,
1: it's within. And
2: it's a well of water springing up in me. Hallelujah. And it's clean. And it's pure. And it cleanses. And it purifies. And it sanctifies. And it sets
3: you on fire. Hallelujah. It feels like fire. Shut up my bones. Hallelujah. But you
1: know, it's God to come out. You're going to explode if he doesn't. Hallelujah.
2: And pray to God. It comes from him. He's a God-given gift. Hallelujah. And he's precious. Oh, thank God that he comes in to the
1: humblest. Keep. Hallelujah! He
2: didn't look for the intellectual man.
1: He didn't look for the upright man. He came and he lifted sinners. Hallelujah! He came and he set me on my feet. Hallelujah! And it's in me. And you know,